Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hi, and welcome to the 270th episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. I'm Kyle Barton of K. Barton Tools, and tonight I'm asking David Duyard the five questions. So, welcome to the show, David. Well, thank you, Kyle. It's a pleasure being here. Great. Well, let's get into it. So, number one, how did you get into woodworking? Uh, kind, kind of roundabout. My grandfather had a shop in our house when I was growing up, and uh, he was building. He wouldn't let us into the shop. <laughs> but he was building stuff and it looked like hey this looks like it's really cool and people like it so and I've always liked working with my hands so actually later as I got older I started uh, doing it and I ended up uh, apprenticing with a guy for a couple of years and um, uh, he's a ex-boat builder turned furniture maker down in, down in New York and uh, spent, a, spent a couple of years doing everything from built-ins to repairing chairs so wow. that kind of kind of got me started. Well, well, that's interesting. So, so you're apprenticed with a ex bolt builder. So, I think um, a lot of bolt builders come to, you know, uh, have a lot of different and interesting skills that really apply to woodworking that maybe uh, your most common woodworker doesn't know about. Yeah, because it's uh, we were doing a lot of bending. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, you know, he's taking twenty foot. <laughs> boards of teak you know we actually did work on a few boats you mm-hmm. know and, and uh putting putting some new rails on uh on this sailboat one time we had a 20 foot piece of teak and we bent it in place you know wow. and uh, uh so he he knew how to work with curves but mostly like i said we did built-ins mostly mm-hmm. and uh built-ins and furniture repair um so he got to got to understand you know how things mm-hmm. went together and how to put them back together. Well, great. Well, great. Well, um, boy, I'm going to take bets on what this is. But uh, so next up, what's your favorite tool? It is a spokeshave. Ooh, I would have lost. I would have lost. You're, that was that was lost. my second one. Yes, yeah. yes. I was yeah. going draw knife number draw one. Knife. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, if, if I had to, uh, you can do so much more with a spokeshave. I mean, you can do yeah. tons and tons of stuff with a draw knife, and I use right. them all the time. But, you know, the spokeshave gives you the finesse and mm-hmm. allows you to do some pretty nice things, you know, across the board. And, and um, so it's a spokeshave. Yeah. So. Well, I can second that. I think, uh, yeah, I think I have more spokeshaves than I do draw knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure, but <laughs> lost track. <laughs> well, there's not a lot of antiques available around here, so um, you know. <laughs> yeah, so when you get up here, you know, be prepared. Exactly, I will. I will. So, um, so who's influenced you the most in your woodworking? I, I I'm going to say that it's. Uh, I had a chance to study furniture making and furniture design with Ian Kirby. So this was back in the nineties, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was, he was pretty well written at the, at the time, right. but he really introduced me to hand tools and using hand tools a whole lot more than, um, and I'd been using hand tools cause I apprenticed with this boat builder, but 
Um, mm-hmm. Not not like Ian. I mean, I watched him hand plane veneered surfaces and things, you know. And it's mm-hmm. that that level of detail and that level of attention to design that he had that brought to the table was uh, was key. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of him, but I can't. Uh say offhand that I've actually read anything he's written, but it sound his name sounds familiar, so I probably have. Yeah, you gotta go back into the eighties and nineties and he's still around. I, I saw him um when they reopened the Yale furniture study, um they gave a presentation mm-hmm. and Steve Latta came down and gave it gave a presentation and Ian was there and I I, I hadn't seen him in twenty years. So mm-hmm. um so we uh we got to chatting a little bit and uh and stuff. So he's, he's quite a character. Oh, cool. Cool. Well, so what's, uh, what's been your biggest stumbling block? Really? It's probably managing the business. You know, it's the, uh, mm-hmm. it's the you know, and, uh, and if they have, I haven't been a full-time furniture my whole, my whole career. I was in marketing and business development, but it, when you're doing it for yourself, it's a different thing, you know, and it's like, how much time do I spend in the shop and how much time do I spend out building a business, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's always been a, uh, been a, been a struggle, you know, it, it shouldn't be, but, <laughs> you know, I, I, I guess as they say, you know, the minute you open your, your, uh, a business, you know, like you're no longer a woodworker, you're a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, like I said, I got a, I got a, uh, last episode, I got a real, real, real small business, but, um, Yes, I, I I can I I can sort of sympathize because I'm like I'm not posting enough I'm not doing this enough you know <laughs> but yeah. but I'm going well yeah. I'm I got all this other you know stuff I'm working on product development you know it's like you know where do you spend your time Yeah yeah and trying to trying to plan out next year right I have a, I have a hard time what yeah. what am I going to do in the shop tomorrow let alone what am I going to do in the shop next year. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, that's an interesting thing, and maybe I should have asked this on our on our previous episode. But you know, how much do you build for yourself, if at all, these days? Um, very little. Very little. Very little. Yeah. Very little. Um, you know, we're, like I said we're we're renovating an 1870s house, so mm-hmm. you know, if you're counting putting up trim work or uh, uh, you know, putting up <laughs> yeah, you're. Some wood paneling or or something. Mm. You know, I don't have two chairs the same in our dining area, and my uh, my dining table actually has wedges to keep it from wobbling too much on the floor. <laughs> you know, so it's the, it's the cobbler's kids that have no shoes. Exactly. Scenario. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I I was wondering. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, that means you're running ex- uh, a successful business on the other side, then. <laughs> I, I, I guess. <laughs> I wonder sometimes, but yeah, it it works. It works exactly. Yep. So, um, so how has the uh, internet influenced your work? Oh, just just huge. Just in the yeah. the people that you meet, you know, that the little things that you can learn. You know, we were talking about mm-hmm. turning, but turning before, right? There's a couple production turners that are on there right and i just watch them in awe and yeah. um you know and how to do it but the, the people that you meet you know being able to 
to meet, you know, designers and chair makers from around the world and, you know, be able to have conversations with them and then meet up with them and um, do things as well as, you know, selling things. You know, I, I people calling that have said, I saw your chair here. I saw your chair there and I want one, you know, and uh, never would have happened before. You know, yeah. it's like, how do you, how do you, how do you sell before, before the internet? So exactly, exactly. And yeah, that's how we met was on the internet. Instagram. The, yeah. <laughs> Instagram, the only uh, social media platform that matters. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So that's how we met first. And then, uh, uh saw you at fine woodworking live and, uh, it's, 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 it's been great. And I was like, okay, I need to take a class from this guy. And guess what? He teaches the Brian Boggs chair that first enamored me with chair making way back when, when I think it was fine woodworking magazine. He, there was some, article it wasn't a big article maybe it was a page or something about the designer or whatever yeah but it had one of his chairs sitting there it was an ebonized one um ebonized side chair and i always went i was just fascinated by that chair and i go one day i'm gonna build yeah. something like that and april i will it's a, it's a beautiful <laughs> chair you know learn all about curves exactly exactly yeah so, uh, with that said, uh, David, where can people find you on the interwebs? So, on uh, Instagram, I am at ddouyardchairmaker. That's uh, D-D-O-U-Y-A-R-D chairmaker. And then my website is com. All right. Fantastic. And you can always find me on bard.kyle on Instagram, the only social media platform that matters. And with that, that just about wraps it up for the show. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play Music and just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. Then you'll never miss any of our exciting episodes. And while you're there, please leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at MWA underscore national or, I'm sorry, on Twitter at MWA underscore national and on Instagram at MWA underscore podcast. And the best thing you can do is tell a friend because word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussion.